It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey, Spencer. Hey, Mitchell. You know, a lot of people don't know that I actually I, I played that intro on the piano. Really? Yeah. Don't you remember you were on the harp? Oh, yeah, yeah. I Good times. That was, yeah, it was trash. Last but... time I take mescaline, I'll tell you what. Whew. Wrecked me. I thought I'd be better on it, but... Welcome to Hats Off, Gloves Off, folks. Hats Off, I Barely Knew Off. This is... This is the pod to end them all, folks. The kangaroo court for the contemporary common man. We're here to dish out justice. Pats on the back, pats on the fanny finger, point and finger blast, and the yin and yang of podcast here to level the playing field. Remember, folks, legality has no bearing here. The Holocaust was legal. Slavery was legal. Jim Crow were laws. So who knows? Maybe one day there will be a, uh, an emancipation of all those folks that were getting their dicks sucked while playing classic rock while blowing through stop signs up in Delaware. <laughs> the world can only hope. I'm Mitchell Phillips. Go make sure you follow us at at Hogopod. I'm going to kick us off with a spicy one. Hats off to you, sir. So there's a uh, soccer player in Brazil who's accused of being typical. a naughty boy. You know, typical Brazilians. They're either riding bulls or kicking balls. Who knows? But they, uh, so this guy, he, apparently, so they were playing a game, right? The Nigma Galaxy, which I went, oh, that's a little close to home. N-I-G-M-A. I mean, not my home, not my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there goes the neighborhood. We got, uh, so he's, he walks by a bunch of the opposing team's fans, and he calls them monkeys. And they're like, whoa, 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 you can't call them monkeys, you racist piece of shit. So it hits the wire, the news is covering it, the media is blasting him. And he finally comes out and makes his comment. He says, no, 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 I'm not a racist. I'm a homophobe. I was calling them maricón, which uh, is, yeah. <laughs> which is <laughs> the F word in Spanish, which is the, by far 2022 the sickest defense we've seen. I think 2021 was probably that lady who said the cocaine flew into her purse. Uh, but but to be like, whoa, dude, you can't be racist. And he's like, no, I was, I was calling them faggots. And they're like, oh, oh, chill, chill, cool. Yeah, and he's been probably, yeah, completely honest. This is Brazil, too, so they yeah. probably... The cocaine purse lady was a liar still the whole time. <laughs> this guy is just like, no, actually, yeah. Not racist, homophobic. You're also, you're inclined to believe his story, because he's like, I'm still the bad guy. But also, they care less about homophobia, I imagine, down in Brazil. Very machismo culture, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they probably have their own version of like Lady Boys and Car- you know some dude in a with a nice waistline and a Carmen Miranda fruit hat doing something. <laughs> but I think overwhelmingly they're pretty chill with homophobia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they're not as going to be as severe as us, that's for sure. Oh man, so the, this guy, they're hitting him up and they're going like, obviously, like they've got they've they've grabbed like five tweets of being like, this is the most reprehensible thing I've seen, like from like. Sp- popular like sports uh personalities and then like just a few from like just everyday people on twitter and then i looked it up on twitter and everybody's just going like laughing in spanish there's ja 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 <laughs> like this guy rules they call him like proximo they're just like you just start learning all the like all the slang for this guy rules in fucking proximo? portuguese uh, i don't know like that was one of them i saw i, I imagine i don't know i haven't busted up on my latin 
recently, but that seems like something cool. Um, yeah, I was about to make a joke in Spanish. I was like, oh, I don't even know if the, it's the same. Yeah. Pax means like peak in Latin. I think that translates into Spanish. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, um, trying to think of uh, some of the fun words. One guy just Jed just laughed. It was like two lines of ha ha ha, but it's the J A J A, and he just said tranquilo, which is calm down, which is hilarious. Just, just like he called him a faggot, and this guy just goes, ah, "Calm down." <laughs> so uh, that's a quick one, that's and fun. I feel like they're the kind of, uh, yeah, I feel like um, they're all just bisexual anyway. So you can just call them, you know, they're like, "Yeah, I'm calling you a faggot, but I, I'm going to suck your dick later in the uh, in the locker room." Well, they actually say like Brazil is like one of the least racist places in the world because. Uh, because just the population, there's never been like an imbalance of like a prominent ethnicity. You know what I mean? Because there's like Mexicans. You can get Mexicans they're like, oh, I'm Mexican, and you look like Canelo Alvarez or Louis C.K. And then you on the other side, like pure Indian. You know what I mean? Like a five foot two Guatemalan guy who can like just pick up the back of an F one fifty because he's been just he's got that strength in him, just taco truck strength. But yeah, uh, like a, yeah, like a donkey. But yeah, and they're like you go down to Brazil, they have dudes that are just straight up black, black, and then some dudes that are just look like German or something. So, but they've, there's never been like a crazy imbalance. Yeah, but they all have fat asses, right? Even the German looking ones, men, women, they just all have oh, I f- big old booties. And if you don't, that's where they invented the butt lift. Maybe, maybe Brazilian none of them have good lift. asses. Maybe it's just because the surgery's so good. It's like in Iran, where it's like they do the best transgender reassignment surgeries, but it's just because gay people are illegal. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we've, you like fucking guys? Here's your tits. <laughs> we've got more motivation. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't become the best at, at fucking sweet ass surgery unless there's a sweet ass problem in your country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or maybe they just had a few... Uh, Brazilians get famous who had big asses, and they're like, no, they're the exception of the rule, you know, and then we just expected it of them, and they just sort of like, all right, I guess we'll just have, we're the, we thought the Brazilian wax was enough. You guys aren't. Now you're just keeping up with the Joneses. You guys aren't. Uh, trying to get the bigger and better ass yeah, to compete with your neighbor. You're not happy with the waxed pussy and asshole? You want, <laughs> you need a bigger ass, too? Yeah, up here in the suburbs, everybody's always trying to get, like, an RV or, like, get a boat, refi their house for something nice, and but... But in Brazil, it's you'll take out a loan against your fucking favela just to get a fucking sweet donker on you. It can't work. <laughs> it's like it's like being unvaccinated here. You know, you you just yeah. There's a lot more roadblocks in life. Well, because it, it's not just a South America thing either. Because Shakira doesn't have a big ass. She's got a nice ass and she's old, but she's from Colombia. You know what I'm saying? Where she's got a good frame on her, but she doesn't have like like one of those asses that's just rude. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and she knows just how she knows how to uh, maneuver it very well. Oh, the, her hips don't lie. Oh, in 1960 was the first uh, butt surgery. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, hopefully on a woman. First world's cool. fir- world's first plastic surgery training center in Brazil. Oh, that's kind of cool. Little fun fact for the. Well, and he, sh- I mean, he must have made a bunch of money because he just showed surgeons from all over the world how to do it. Like, yeah, did it like this. There you go, French. <laughs> Their butts. You guys have the French kiss. Well, now you got the French ass. <laughs> but I mean, how does that? Because because the sixties, like women in America, couldn't even like have their own bank account till the late seventies. 
So like if the first butt lift was performed on a woman and she like didn't have a say in it, like she's just like I force butt lift. I think it's fine. And he's like, nah, nah, doc. She's crazy. She's hysterical. Why don't you tickle her clit while you're down there? She's she's going crazy on me. Give her a sweet ass and calm her down for me. Thanks, doc. <laughs> That's why vibrators were invented. They were invented by a doctor because he's like, these women keep coming and then they're nuts. So he just like would fucking blast them for five minutes and be like, see, she's not crazy anymore. Just leaving the doctor's office with her hair all rustled. They're, these doctors really are, because are, now you brought up a memory. These doctors are up to no good. <laughs> Med school memory? No, yeah, from back when I was in. Uh, <laughs> I did too well, so they just gave me a bunch of money and said never do surgery again. Before you left, your, you lost your license in one of those hoverboard accidents? Yeah, they're like, we're not making any money. No one's ever coming back for a <laughs> butt redos. But a while, a while back on Reddit, I saw this uh, post, and it was this per. I mean, I, I assume he's a pervert, but it was a, like an educational YouTube video about like uh, plastic surgery, so it gets like past the censors that way because they're like, I don't know, it's educational purposes, so therefore we can show it. And this guy was just finger-blasting this chick for about 12 (laughs) minutes but tried to make it look medical, but was literally just going like this (laughs) with this girl with these, like, just nasty fake boobs and, yeah, a fake butt. And he's he's like, no, I'm just doing uh, post-op videos. And... You ever see that video of they're the, perverts, those Brazilians, man? You, you ever see that video of the cons- freaks. the conservative dad losing his shit because there's a bunch of like nursing videos online, like w- women nursing their babies. Oh yeah, and they and can the, show their boobs. Yeah, the guys are like because the, the chick she's like got her tits out for like four minutes. She's not even like it's not even educate. It's literally she just there's got her no tits baby out. in the shot exactly. or anything. Yeah, he's like on the couch next to her and she's just like explaining like what her methods and I was like, well, put your tits away while you do it. But the dad was like. He's like, can you, like, it's crazy. This is on fucking YouTube. I saw my son, like, watching this. And the lady's like, it's educational, this and that. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And he, it's natural. And he's like, well, my son was still fucking beating off to it. So it's <laughs> fucking porn to me, goddammit. <laughs> he's just losing it. <laughs> oh, man. It just reminds me of that guy, like, in Orange County when they were still doing, like, COVID measures. And he's like, he's like, I served this country and you guys are drawing a fine line. He's like, you are you are awakening a dragon in the American people. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy's just talking about tits, chicks tits being out on YouTube. <laughs> oh, man. It's just educational, and it's also how I make a living, because guys uh, who are jerking off to this pay me. Yeah. All right. So, little life pro tip. I'm no Rick Steves, but if you're traveling to Brazil, just pivot to homophobia. You'll be A-O-K. Um, what do you got? Got a little quick gloves off. Ooh. It sucks. Uh, gloves off to this. I multiple bands have done this when I've seen them live. Gloves off to bands. <laughs> this I just this just happened to me last week. Bands who change their lyrics during a live performance just because they're probably bored of playing the song. So you then can't sing along because you kept getting screwed up because he just uses synonyms for the word you know he just makes the song even worse objectively or where they change the cadence or like the tempo of the song yeah exactly they do the same thing yeah like okay do do a do it with a full orchestra if you want but keep it the same so i can sing along this was i saw bright eyes at the greek okay and yeah just because you're bored of the song we're not it was 50 bucks yeah maybe sorry you made the song too deep bright eyes 
Maybe, maybe you know what I mean? Like, it's got to be boring or, like, just draining to, like, keep performing, like, in Tool. You know, it was like your songs are, like, profound and deep or, like, yeah. high concept. You really just want Taco Bell after the show. and Yeah, do you know who doesn't get sick of his songs? It's fucking Jimmy Buffett, because they're all just about fucking chilling, and people love it. Or people who are sick of their songs and just know their role. Billy Joel's famous for that, where he's like, you know, Uptown Girl, Piano Man, I... That's Never what they came for. Never want to hear or play those songs again, but I throw my heart into it because I know. And I, dude, I'd be the same way. You know, he, and he's famous. For, he's like, he's got an interview where he was like, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm tired of it. But some people, this is the only time they're ever going to see me. Yeah. So I got to give them that. Yeah. This, this Billy was... Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins, is famous for doing the opposite. He's just a cocksucker. He just plays songs like at double speed and just doesn't sing the lyrics at all. And he's like, are you fucking happy now? Yeah. That's how, uh, yeah. Bob Dylan's notorious where you go see him and he won't play anything you've ever heard before. Oh, he's yeah. He's like, I'm playing this scraggly, this scraggly stuff from a soundtrack that, from a movie <laughs> no one saw. I saw Bob Dylan and he actually wasn't even center stage with the light on him. It took me like 20 minutes to realize he was in the back on keyboards. Like, oh, <laughs> motherfucker, dude. When's Bob coming? When He's... is Bob getting at where I I was more like where's the voice coming from? I can't tell. I was far away cuz I was I was really young. Maybe he's I breaking into have... that car outside. Uh Yeah, it's just a dick it's yeah, it seems like a dickhead move is the band cuz especially a band like him where he's not really getting I'm talking back to Bright Eyes, if you guys know who he is. He's not really getting any new followings. Like, I was looking around the show scene. All of his fans are, like, if, 29 to 30. If there were young, going to be young people there, and they're, the only young people I saw were with their parents. So it's all old old white people at the show. I mm-hmm. There's one black guy there. I am on video. I'll post it on the Hogo page. I was pretty excited to see him there. <laughs> uh, I only saw one. And he's at the point where I've seen him a handful of times in varying stage, which is being a rock star, just fucked up, drunk, you know, being mm-hmm. a wreck, but being able to pull it off because he's young. Yeah. But he's in his, like, I think mid-40s now. Yeah. So he's at the stage where he was fucked up at the show, but he could not pull it off. He was slurring. <laughs> it was bad. He was giving me Corey Feldman vibes. Corey Feldman, Bam Margera Oh, nice. Vibes. So he's he's in the deep end. Yeah. <laughs> And he yeah, doesn't have any angels to pull him out. What I want to say to you, Mr. Obers, is I'm sorry your marriage didn't work out, but uh, <laughs> mine did, and it was fucking date night, so play the goddamn songs. <laughs> uh, you know who's the best at that I've heard is 311, because their whole thing is like, we never should have gotten as big as we did. We got lucky, and they just have a, they're chill to begin with, like inherently, they're 311. So they were like, we're happy to do it. Well, I like what Flaming what do you, what do you, what do you? It's like they open with Amber, whatever that song's called. Amber oh, is the color yeah. of your... They open oh, and yeah. close with it. They're like, that's what people came to see. They close with it, really? They open and close with it. Oh. Uh, that's one of those songs when I hear the doodle doot doot on the radio, I'm just boom, gone. There's no 311. I'd rather hear Come Original than... Uh, I was sitting with my friend at work and his mom calls him. And he's a drummer. He's been in... You know, he's always in a band, stuff like that. He's real music. He's in the scene and everything. And then he... I'm sitting there and his mom calls him and he... She's on speaker because he's working, and then she's like, "Oh my gosh, Alex! Oh, I want to know if you know this song. I gotta, I want to know this song." She's like using him as Shazam, and she just holds the song to the speaker, and it's just Amber is the color <laughs> of your energy. She's like, "That's three eleven, mom." She's like, "It's so beautiful." One of the yeah, one of the uh, 
It's also the fact that this is the first time her hearing this song. It's like the number one like mall target song. You know what I mean? Like moms, that's like up there with like train. The fucking drops of Jupiter. In terms of playing it a song being played where moms are. There's a there's a point. Do, 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 my mom was do, trying do, to be do, cool, do, do. and this was at least current, but I guess my mom had bought a Huba Stank CD and thought I was going to think she was pretty cool. Nice. And I remember it was like playing on the radio and she was doing that, you know, that sing-along move where you don't quite know all the words yet, yeah. but you're really trying to commit to it and like you stumble a little bit. It was a... Pause, like you're not, you're like, I'm not trying to sing all the words. I just, I'm going to tap the steering wheel. Also, you can't... Uh, See uh, Bright Eyes without him at some point. He's always done it well before Trump, but just throwing some political yeah. stupid rant where it's like uh, he did the he did an insane thing when he was getting more trashed, and he ne- did this whole speech about this is a song I want to do, and I don't understand why we have to be like this and stuff. And then he like got down on his knees and looked at a girl in the audience in the front and looked her in the eyes like, "What's your name?" What's you, you know, and they had this. Then it was this whole exchange. And he's like, and look at you. I care about you, and I would never do anything to hurt you. And if I did, that would hurt me. And did this whole th- song about unity that he wanted to do. It's like, listen, dummy, all your fucking songs are about screwing women over. Every song is about <laughs> just like, it's just Freebird shit. You know, yeah. like, I got to keep on rambling. I loved fucking you for this weekend in Ontario. But thanks for the good time. I'm out. Every single song he has is a Freebird type song, <laughs> with be- you know with more, with more clever lyrics. Yeah, or and but worse guitar and more clever <laughs> lyrics. You can't and have them both. The only other thing he sings about too is being on the road, rambling around, being on the road because that's all he knows because he's been a musician since he was 15. So uh, you would totally fuck that girl over in the front row. You would bang the shit out of her. Uh, make her fall in love with you and leave her. No, that's and break what... her heart and then write a song about how she lives alone in a house somewhere. Like a lot of these artists would benefit from like just disappearing and working at McDonald's for a year, or you know what I mean, or go go work at a fucking U-Haul. Yeah, the way you'll he stop was... being like we gotta just love each other. It's like no, some of us should die. It was insane the fact that uh, all his songs are about hurting women, and he was just staring at a woman in the front row and saying, "I would never want to hurt you." It's like, I, yeah, I maybe because she you. wasn't that hot, so you had no intention of sleeping with her. <laughs> but that was the only because she was on like the big screen. That was the only thing I can think of. I'm like, maybe he wouldn't screw her over. Yeah. <laughs> you, I love you for all. He starts. He's trying to be nice, but he's being rude. He's just like, I love you, just the way you are. That just how you are. Other people might hate that you're big and fat, but Jeremy. Headphones. He did have some legit. Oh, he goes. actually did. Oh, went back on. He is getting more charming as far as being like a a showman. He had a couple good jokes in there off the cuff. Some girl heckled him and was like, "Oh, what are you crying already?" After the first song, and he had a really good comeback to it. I don't remember what it was, but it was. Uh, I was I was proud of him for actually being funny because he's not really a a funny dude at all. Yeah, but for getting people involved, Flaming Lips are the best. They'll literally. They'll do those songs where they'll repeat the lyrics twice, and they'll do like a little coach-up for their biggest hits for yeah, yeah. anyone who may not be a fan, and it makes it – it's annoying. Yeah, anyway, it's yeah. awesome. That's why I like um, – I still do like uh, like punk shows or ska shows, stuff like that every now and then, because it's just fun, even if you don't know the bands. 
Yeah. Like it's a thing. Like Aquabats I saw a couple years ago. They're still alive, surprisingly. But they're doing beach balls and the guy's going, like you're saying, he just like repeats the lyrics, like does the chorus four times just so. Pool party, my yeah. house, <laughs> yeah. three o'clock. You don't even know, man. It's it, but it it brings you it brings you in, dude. And you're just at the Shrine Auditorium at like fucking noon on a Saturday. There's a good um there's an old love line of the Aquabats they were they're staying in character the whole time on Loveline. So when he's like, Oh, so where are you guys from? They're like, We're from Zoltar, the planet of whatever, and just Adam Carolla getting more and more pissed <laughs> off because they will not break character. It's pretty good. Oh, I love it. All right, what do you got? I just did one. All right. Bam. Back to what me. do you got, bro? Well, now I got one for us. One for us. This story's gonna be a real lady in the trash. That's funny. The song he's talking about where he was uh, bonding and once it's called One for Me, One for You. That's funny that you just said one for you, one for us, or whatever you just said. Because it was like his last song, which was a bad one. All right. Um, Kells. Hmm? We haven't covered Kells. Kells? R. Kelly? Oh. Robert Kelly? Yeah. Dude, so he's now suing Kells. the jail for putting him on suicide watch. Oh, he is? Yeah. How much? I don't know. It's not going to work. <laughs> You're R. Kelly. You just got twenty years. They're clearly scared you're going to fucking kill yourself. Thirty, man. What's the? What's the? the, the Hopefully he's out in twenty for good behavior. The grounds for the suit is fucking hilarious because it's like, what do you? What's your argument? First of all, it's like, what are you going to miss dates? You're fucking. You're in jail for thirty years. But then, second of all, it's like just in terms of liability for like that specific jail or wherever he's at. It's like. Why not just put you on suit? Like the downside is so much more. Well, we know of just like let's just ta- like let us just take your shoelaces. This is not a big deal. Like we're just gonna put you by yourself for a minute. We're just gonna have a guy watching you a little bit. Because he was in Gen Pop. Because he was like man of the hour, and he was like they were making him sing and shit. Oh, they because that seems I was I'm worried because he's hovering the line since he was like uh, 15, so that it wasn't like you know he, he I don't know how. The chomo, what's the chomo age cutoff in prison? Because they're criminals, so a bunch of them have probably banged 16, 17-year-olds and aren't getting beat up, right? Well, I used to do that joke because it is a weird line because it's like fucking a child is never funny. It's one of the most atrocious things somebody could do. But prison rape, people still laugh at. So at what age does rape become funny for a boy? You know what I mean? It's like it's not 18. You know what I mean? It, it is. It's like, what's the, what's the number? And if you're R. Kelly, I'm assuming they're giving you a couple buffer years, too, because of the clout. Well, the age confirmed is 15 on tape. That He said the girl's age like 16 <laughs> times on tape, on the second tape. Yeah. The first tape he got away with. Had a tape. Is that what he's going got for? Got away scot-free. They ha- I, that was like the trial This like one 03? wasn't on the streets and being sold at Swamp Meets like the, <laughs> like the 03 tape. Next to Avatar 2? Or actually, that tape was on the Swamp Meets before '02 because that's just when it went to trial. That tape was yeah. on the streets for years. Um, the block was hot. But from what I understand, the reason he really got put away is there's a t- another tape they found of his where he just – I think he's talking to a friend – being like, yo, can you believe this 15-year-old? This, There's a 15-year-old. It's just, just a, a video of his face going like, man, I can't believe I'm breaking the law right now. I think it's along those lines. <laughs> I mean, the man can't read, but he ta- he talks too much. He literally, I think it was 16 times I read in the article that he said, 
the girl's age. Well, he's just ravenous. We did that story about him like trying to fuck that guy at McDonald's. Yeah. He just like he's like promised him a music career and he's then just hungry. ended up plowing him. So, I mean, the guy's just insatiable. What are you going to do? That one, the king of Spain had, like, a problem where, like, the uh, his, like, head of his security had to just bat women off because he was just constantly, like, he was such a philanderer, it was, like, a national security threat. Where they're like, you are going to fuck a spy any day. Like, it's going to happen because you're such a notorious fucking luster, dude. Just a sinner out there. Well, and do have enough game where he's on trial for having sex with an underage girl and then there are dozens of underage girls throwing themselves at you <laughs> outside the courthouse. That yeah. must be, that was what a wild where it's like, I'm not even brainwashing these girls. They're just, they've been brainwashed by my music, by my platinum. Oh, records. that's the best dude. You Google R Kelly. My music brainwashed them. What you just see on some crazy frequency, like that one that turns out all the hits where it's just, Oh, like an actual dog whistle? Well, he's kind of hypnotized me where I'm like half defending him, just not wanting to believe he's guilty because I want him. He's – I don't know anyone who's able to walk the line of making actually good, sexy music and being really funny at the same time. (laughs) Everyone else is one or the other. Yeah. Like uh, Wheeler Walker Jr. hasn't made any actual sexy songs. No. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it would be funny if he's like just got a song about like fucking his neighbor's sister or something. And then you get the next one, you're like, oh shit, this actually fucking slaps. <laughs> Wheeler Walker's throwing something into my fucking hips right now. Here's the funny. I lost it when I because I was like, okay, the R. Kelly news happened a few days ago. Let me just Google him to see what like the newest update is. And it says, Feds scoff at R. Kelly's claim that he was placed on suicide watch as punishment. Would you like to listen to his music? <laughs> It's just all like R. Kelly gets 30 years. R. Kelly suing the jail. We've got YouTube music, regular YouTube, Spotify, Apple music, and you can even hit expand. It's just now it's just all the news is gone. It's just how would you like to listen to this beautiful angel? That's good for him. I mean, I bet you his music in a way is going to spike for a little while. Oh, yeah. As long as he's in the news. He's probably wiling out to keep selling. If you think about it, if he continues to be in the news and that thing stays right there, maybe he's smart enough to – he's not actually going to sue them, but yeah. he wants to stay in the cycle so that little YouTube and Spotify logo will be next to him. Well, what's kind of cool is this is also the first time in history where just anybody can put money on his books. Anybody in the whole world. Like, you could, I think you could do that regardless. Just anybody could put money on anybody's books. But now, it's like, I imagine he's got access to his estate still, or he's still got, some, like, a money guy, because the guy can't fucking read. I doubt he can do math. So Yeah, I, I, I'm going with that. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll follow that logic. Put R. Kelly on shuffle and then turn the volume all the way down. And he just gets listens. Spotify throws him change. You just bought him some smokes. That might save him from getting his ass fucking plowed out one more day. I have uh, all the Trapped in the Closet in my liked playlist. Anything I heart will just so it's a huge playlist. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I don't actually really listen to Trapped on the Closet when I'm driving around. So it's always, it's so funny where I'll just be getting really into a song and then it's like, and the midget came out of the counter. And then I just skip. Oh, man. Have you heard his one song where it's just he's, he's just explaining how, like, he's not a cheater? 
It's it's insane. He's just like, yeah. See, the reason why like I used my debit card was because you know we were trying to split the bill and Carl didn't have cash. So <laughs> it's always just like it always says like table for two. It's like actually because he brought cash and it's just like and you're like, oh, bitch, don't you dare throw my clothes out that window. It's just, it's just he's literally just having a conversation, but his only way to channel it is through the power of beautiful music. And it fucking it actually does bang if you don't listen to the lyrics. Yeah, it's it's funny as hell. Yeah, it's very it's very pedestrian. But here's something in the R. Kelly realm that I just heard about What's that? that I really need to see for myself. So a friend of ours, a mutual friend, he was able to see this footage because his girlfriend at the time worked on the film Coming to America, the new one. And there's some sort of outtake or just video of I think it's Louis Anderson. <laughs> Uh, Louis Anderson, Eddie Murphy, and Arsenio hanging out, and they're talking about doing doing a tour, like Come to America comedy tour. We're all stand-ups, but Eddie, and they're like, Eddie, you got anything? And Eddie, this is when Bill Cosby was still in prison, but Eddie Murphy was talking about how he has this bit where R. Kelly and Bill Cosby end up next to each other in prison. You know, and basically the bit evolves in the video and it's Eddie Murphy singing Ignition Remix as Bill Cosby, <laughs> which sounds like the only thing I need to watch for an entire year. It yeah. just sounds incredible. And our friend got to see this video. And hopefully Eddie Murphy's coming back to stand up and he'll do it. But I really want to see the video because that... Where's the video? It just It's like in the girl's apartment. Oh, it's just like under lock and key. Yeah, it's like it's, pre-production it's not, type shit. Yeah, it's not... Um, on YouTube or anything like this lady had alternate takes or she had bonus footage or something for whatever reason. I don't know what her role was. I don't know this girl, but our friend got to see this video and we didn't. She's sitting on a gold mine. Yeah. But I I don't know. I imagine they're going to get litigious. You can't just have gold material like that just floating around the ether. No. All right. So R. Kelly hopefully stays in the news just like he will stay in prison. And our hearts. He listen. He say what you want, pederast or not. He did make me believe I could fly. He did. He yeah. He it. Do you know how many times I tried to dunk from the free throw line oh, in like yeah. fifth grade? Or just in my yeah, just in my bedroom, like my door hoop, just trying to go slow mo. <laughs> All right. What do you got? One more. Yeah. You got I've one got, more in you. I've got one more. How does it feel? All right, so there was there was this huge brawl on a Carnival cruise ship. 60 people involved. Like saw the video, it looked like it looked like when benches clear at a baseball game. Just you know when it's like 40 dudes pressed up against a fence, yeah. that kind where it was just madness started in the casino and nightclub area on the 4th floor. Ended on the first floor. So imagine a sixty-person fighting in brawl an elevator. Un- I mean, having the ability, like a tornado, like a tornado, <laughs> to actually move to a first floor. Do they take the stairs or people? That that just is crazy that it moved like one that. of those airport escalators where it like passes two floors. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. <laughs> Shit, I went the wrong way. When I get back and figure out how to get down. No, make a left. Is this no, no, dude? You're going to Macy's. No, no, no. Make a left next to the Wetzels, <laughs> and I'll I'll kick your ass next to Wetzels. Kind of hungry. I'm gonna hit up the buffet real quick. But once I get some crab, yeah, legs no, actually, in me. you know what, what's funny is like it's really like greasy, but their pepperoni pretzels are actually pretty good. It's like, oh fuck! I thought we were fighting. <laughs> <laughs> we're back on. So 
They found out why the fight got started. Who let the dogs out, dude? Someone had a threesome, a little infidelity. Whoops. Ended up with 60 people. I don't know how the story is not thorough enough to give me answers on how it went <laughs> from a threesome to a 60-person brawl. But it, it's... But hopefully it was just one of those Dukes of Hazard situations where just one guy hits somebody and then everybody's got to hit somebody. The brawl, which would eventually swell to 60 ignorant people acting stupid, as James put it. Oh, started off on the fifth floor and ended up on the first. So, man, I, I undershot it. Dude, that is too many people even for an elevator bay. <laughs> yeah. You got six elevators. That's you, so you got you they, got some people fighting down the stairs. Some people fighting. Is there a firefighter pole? This threesome, did somebody get thrown to the first floor and everybody just followed the body? The stuff went down because this threesome was good enough where the coast guard had to get involved and then they had to go <laughs> dock in Manhattan. That wasn't. They just had to. No more crews. This the whole time the guys just sitting there, just like yeah, my dick's pretty good. <laughs> I've, it how, was good though, right? So he, yeah, with his next girlfriend, he's just like sexting, and she's like, "He's like, oh, I got it, girl." And she's like, "How how good you got it?" And he's like, um, "Last time I fucked somebody, they had to call in the coast guard." <laughs> I'm not exaggerating when I say that my blowjobs make cruise ships dock in unexpected ports. <laughs> All right, so yeah, basically the allegations were the or- the allegations of cheating. That's what started the fight. This Teresa James lady, who's the travel agent, says several, according to eyewitnesses identified by the outlet, the travel agent said several other passengers accused their significant others of cheating on them in an alleged threesome on board the ship. So multiple people were having threesomes? Uh, That kind of, I mean, it makes more sense. I mean, sounds like an orgy, though. I mean, why didn't these three, why didn't they just all get in a room and have fun? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out. Like, the, there's a fist orgy. The more turmoil possible makes the fight make more sense because I don't know how one guy fucking two chicks. Hopefully, it wasn't devil's threesome. You know, that's a sin as far as you know, under the eyes of the Lord and all. But how that turns into like, are you just so pissed this guy got laid, or did he steal your girlfriend? With oh, you got video? Yeah. What's that on? What medium? So just the news? The Daily Beast. Daily the video Beast. seems like, um, I always thought cruises were just white people. This whole time, I just thought it was a bunch of white people fighting. No, I used to think that. I was like, oh, music festivals. You think like Coachella, Lollapalooza, and then you got like Essence and like Lilith Fair and stuff. Damn, I don't think there's a single white person in this whole video. I'm disappointed in it. I thought, I thought we had the cruise market cornered, and if anyone was going to brawl, it was going to be us. <laughs> no, there's a there's probably a long rich history of uh, threesome fights on cruise lines. Oh, there's got to be those Mexico cruises when like you get the all drink package, the one where yeah. you can just have. I mean, there's a limit, but it's like you get like 16 drinks a day or yeah. something like that. Oh yeah, there's some. Well, people. I mean, a lot of stuff. People get thrown overboard. The people's wives get murdered. Husbands get, I think husbands and wives have both been killed on cruise ships. Yeah, it's got to be a weird one to be like, like, I'll just throw them off this boat. Right? Like, how far do you got to get? You just got to be like, feel absolutely trapped. Because there's, like, before you even get to the boat, obviously an answer is, oh, let's, instead of that, let's 
you know, instead of murdering my husband. Let's go on separate cruises and go separate ways. I was going to say, let's start a fight with 59 other people. (laughs) (laughs) Cruise two. I imagine like the fifth floor. It's like people fighting in like those thin hallways. There's like the narrow metal hallways. Yeah, some guy's just reading his book in his room who didn't want to go out that night. There's like some knockoff like rainforest cafe type restaurant. Some guys are just getting hit (laughs) with a fucking wooden bird. They're going down the slide. Oh, fuck. All right, is that it? Yeah, that's all I got. I think that's like 45 minutes, something like that. That's a quickie. That's a quickie, just for you folks. But don't let this quickie turn into a a five-story brawl. We can't have that on the radar. Because up here, I don't know, dude, top of the Capitol Records building, we start fighting, we might not even make it to the 10th floor. Unless, I don't know, maybe some naked chicks get involved, maybe some fake Brazilian asses. Was that this one? Yeah, that was this one. Yeah, that was this one. Nice. (laughs) Sick callback, Mitch. Um, That's Hats Off, Gloves Off, folks. Thanks for joining us. My name is Mitchell Phillips. I'm at Mitchell Phillips. That's at Robot Spencer. Follow at Beam Jeremy, but most importantly... Follow at Hogopod, at Hogopod on Instagram. Comments, corrections, suggestions, request updates. Good old-fashioned hate mail. All dick pics go to at Robot Spencer. Um, oh, also, somehow prove that you referenced or what, referred somebody to this podcast. I'll Venmo you a dollar. Two people so far have taken me up on this. Just it's true, it. folks. I'm like that question mark suit guy from the infomercials in the 90s. I'm trying to give you money, and you just won't listen, you dumb bastards. We'll see you next week. Bye.